Hey everybody, welcome back. Another episode and I've got Ray here with me today. We've got some interesting oh, things that we're going to be discussing. A lot of Very interesting. Interest, <laughs> for sure, for sure, 100%. All right, I think let's just jump into it. And, Yalla. You know, the conversation that we're going to be having is a continuation of a conversation that we've already had in the past. We spent a lot of time discussing, you know, our life's experiences and the people we've met and the things that we've seen and you know things that we've gone through. So the topic today is, is, is very, very interesting. It's kind of like the other side of the fence for many people. We always talk about mental health and wellness from the perspective of the people receiving hmm. or needing. We never really talk about the, you know, the people who are out there who are the givers, who are the healers. So today's today's discussion is going to kind of focus on the healers that we have around the world. And, you know, these are the people that are your go to people. The people are, you know, who are your rock. But at the end of the day, they're still people. So who is Oof. who's 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 taking care of them? Where do they go? You know, type of situations. And and I've always been asked to like, oh, you're you're Ali for so many people. But who's your Ali? And I'm yeah. like, uh, uh, no one. <laughs> no one. Yeah. So good. Let's jump into it. Quick intros, please. Of course. Rahaf. People call me Ray. I'm the founder of Fraser Mental Health, and I raise awareness on mental health, especially when it comes to men. Uh, my mission is to bridge the gap between awareness and action, and um, I'm one of those people you're talking about. Fantastic. So <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about yeah. who these healers are. Let's ha- let's try and. Spend a little bit of time mm. to identify who these people are. How do I know who the healers are? Great question. So there are plenty of terms. Healers is the common term that people use these days, but um, it's it's basically called light workers. A light worker is someone who is dedicated to serve humanity, who knows what pain is, emotional pain, who went through a lot, and they just made it their mission to light the way for others, to help people. Those are uh, what we call healers. Every person who chooses this path, like a therapist, a teacher, um, a psychologist, a mental health coach, um, they are healers. And they come with a lot of emotional um, maturity and strength and sensitivity so you can tell by a person's sensitivity that they are healers and sometimes they are not aware of it they don't know that they are healers or light workers they come to realize that at a later stage is this all only professionals or this can just be like regular people also because no, they could be regular people okay so these are the people who are great in listening who are great in seeing the other side of any situation or story they are people who are people who cry when they see an emotional video who can relate to other people yeah it doesn't have to be a profession but most of them they choose that profession or let me correct that the profession chooses them um they be they become healers yeah I like what you said there the profession chooses them and it makes a lot of sense because it chose me i didn't choose it that's why i keep highlighting it that sometimes it chooses you i hear you on that and you know even my path to where i am today has been very much similar um you know i keep joking about this and i talk about things very lightly but the reality is that again same advice i give people i have take to myself also right and it's just one of those one of those things that you know i walk the path that is before me and the path keeps unfolding in 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 some direction 
And it seems more often than not that that direction is something that is something I might have would have chosen had I known, but I don't know before the path starts. Right. Yeah. So it's been uh, life's been a very interesting journey and, and it's very uh, it has ups and downs. Right. But there's so much fulfillment and purpose that kind of has found me over the years. If, I, if yes, that, that's the right yes. way to put it. You mentioned something about, um, you know, they have a high level of, you know, emotional mm. intelligence. They're able to see, they're able to feel uh, high level of empathy. Would that yes. also be correct to yes. say? Yes. There are the people who, when they enter a room, they would know by its energy. See, How is it? I, I, I love that you said that. Because, you know, a lot of times, uh, and I've experienced this, I would walk into a room and I, and, I, and I just get this feeling inside. And I've never been able to kind of quantify it. So you won't be able If somebody to. tells me to explain, oh, how, how do you know? I'm like, I don't know. It just, I know. Even the term healer, there's yes. no scientific proof of what a healer is. Yes, you know? I hear you. So, um, yeah, they, they enter a room, like, for, for example, me. I know when I enter a room, if I want to be in it or not in five seconds. Oh, very much the same. In five seconds. Like, very I know if you're good for my energy or not. And I can tell how heavy yes. the baggage is or the emotions are. Or but I could tell that this is a heavy room to be in. Yeah. My friend can't. Like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, like, you're right. How could you not feel it? Yeah. I've been the same. I would <laughs> Did you, did, I mean, did you am I the only one? Am I the only, exactly. Am I the only one? Am I, am I weird? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> even not just the room, even, but even for example, when I'm talking to people, you know, or I'm meeting people, I just, I have a feeling inside and I'm like, you know what? Something's up. Something's mm -hmm. wrong. What's going on? Exactly. And I, so many times I've had, you know, friends ask me, how do you know? I'm like, I don't know. And to add to it, this I call it like um, a part of your intuition or your gut feeling because healers are very intuitive. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be in the same room with someone to feel that something is off. Yeah. Sometimes it just comes to you like, yes. I need to check in on that person. How did you know? I don't know. I just felt it. These are healers this, as well. This has been one of the most shocking things because, you know, even if I try to explain it to myself and I've never been able to get clarity on exactly how it works. But if I'm sitting with somebody, I'm assuming it's a combination of body language or what I'm visually observing and my you know years of experience and trying to interpret it and then intuition kicks in. Okay, this still makes somewhat sense, right? But you know, every now and then I'll pick up the phone and I'll send like a smiley face or I'll send like something to someone specific and I'll get a message back. How did you know I needed yeah. this? I'm like, I just felt I had to do Same. this. I don't know why. Same. And Nine out of 10 times, I literally get a response. How did you know? Same. Or now they don't send, how did you know? Now they send a thank you. Oh, I love that. I, I, I knew, I looked at my phone and I knew when it, when, when it, the alert came, I'm like, this is going to be Ali because he, he's sensing what's going on. I love that. And I don't know the context of what's going on. I don't know what's going on in their Here's situation, my question but to you. I, you... I feel the feeling. Yes. So sometimes you don't have to know. Agreed. 100% agreed. So, you know, we have a very small portion of the population who are, you know, people who can feel and sense mm. and have this, this level of empathy that they're able to connect and relate, sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly. But who, who are the healers of the healers? 
And, you know, this is, this is, I Oof. think, the key thing that we had talked about <clears throat> earlier when we decided, you know what, let's, let's record this podcast. We should have recorded our conversation. I was just, I was just thinking, like, you know what, it just would have been easier if we just recorded our original conversation. And then they're like, guys, here it is. Here it is. Unfortunately, it's other healers as well. Because it takes a lot of um, high level of skills to be able to hold space for a healer. Yes. Your friends, <laughs> you see what I mean? It takes a lot of, um, I don't know what's the word that I'm looking for, but it's not easy to hold a space for a healer. That's no. one side of it. The second side of it, which I am guilty of, healers don't go to friends. No. Because we are the healers and no mm. one's going to understand. No one's going to em- not empathize. No one's going to get exactly what am I what am I talking to mm-hmm. uh, about or what am I feeling? It could be a story I'm telling myself. It could be based on previous experiences. It could be whatever it is. But it's so hard to hold the space for a healer. Agreed. Because it's literally like this. Yes, it's a big difference. I, I have, you know, I have a few very, very, very close friends who have complained to me. Why don't you share? Mm. Why, why are why? they stopped asking for you? Yeah. My- <laughs> and, 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 and after a while, many of them stop asking. But every now and then they ping back up and they're like, but I'm, we're here. I'm here to listen to you. Why don't you share? I'm like, listen, I, I think mm. I was created by design to have a capacity to listen. To have a capacity to hold yes. space, yes, which I have realized over the years is significantly outside the normal. Right, I don't see you having that capacity. So for me to share anything with you will be to burden you. This is my perspective, and I'm not going to do that. But like you said, you know, only another person who is at that level. Can perhaps hold space for someone at that level yeah you know and this is not downplaying how much my friends care for me or love me this is nothing to do with that it's just me recognizing that everyone has different capacities just like everyone has different skills and different things they're good at i don't see me being able to share with them helping me in any way but what i do see is burdening them because i don't see them having the capacity to be able to handle what i'm handling and it's not to say that I know that they're there for me and I know that they are ready to support me. And I have one friend who keeps saying, just try. I'm like, I don't need to just try. I know. I know. I can feel this in my bones. You know, but Rahav, you and me have had conversations that honestly I haven't had with anybody else on the planet. And the reason for that is I recognize that you're able to not only hold that space, but you're able to hold that emotion for me without letting it burn you. And that's that's not easy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's not easy. And this is, I think, one of the things that instigated our original discussion is, you know, who are the healers' healers? Coming, I'm going to circle back to this again. But one of the things I want to talk about is, do healers need healers? Yes, definitely. Tell me. Definitely, God. You know the quote that says, every listener needs a listener. Yes, every therapist needs a therapist. Every healer needs a healer. Every space holder needs a space holder. The reason being is that the profession or the, the, the capacity 
that we engage in and we invest to serve others, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. That's one part of it. The second part of it, we have our own baggage. We have our own traumas. We have our own... We have our own stories. And it, it surprises me that some people don't get it because I received a few comments that, but you're a mental health coach? Yeah. Why are you feeling sad? Um, because I'm a human. So the perception of a therapist or a healer or a psychiatrist, whatever, that they're immune yes. to sadness, they're immune mm. to being a human. That's not true. That's the second part of it. The third part of it is that for me to become better in holding spaces, I also need to work on myself. Yes. I need to improve because even though he's not a healer, but Simon Sinek once said that even though he's a great listener and people pay him to learn how to be active in listening, but he's so bad in listening to friends and family. And it came as a comment or as a feedback from one of his close yes. friends. And then he was reflecting, wait a second, how, how could one skill be different with other uh, different people? It's the same. For me to be able to be a very good healer and to hold the space without being emotionally attached or affected, I need to also work on myself because sometimes we get triggered. Yes. So it's not enough for you to be able to identify the trigger. No, how could you not let it affect the session? How could you not let it make you cry yourself before you sleep? Because a lot of healers do that. Oh, yeah. We cry ourselves to sleep because we couldn't do that with a client or we can't do that in public or we can't do that with friends because we're the healers. So that's why. That's tough, man. That's tough right there. That's tough to even understand that it's not easy. So first of all, you know. It's not. One thing, because now the ideas are coming, one thing that could help you identify a healer, we feel collective pain yes (laughs) you know what i mean yes like we could be sitting comfortably nothing is wrong and something collectively happens like wars or uh, bad news we feel them in our bones that's one of the main reasons why i don't watch news because i know it's gonna affect me so that's another i think one of the (laughs) you're 100 right and one of the skills i've learned to build over the years is to compartmentalize Mm. um it keeps me functional, right? But at the same time, it doesn't remove. So a lot of people think, you know, if you're good at compartmentalizing, you're good at everything. Nope. You know, compartmentalizing is I can put it in a box and put it on a shelf, yeah. but it's still in the box and still on the shelf and I still need to deal with it. I can't throw it out. There's no place to throw it out. All of these things need to get processed. And it's, it's uh, at some point it's lonely, right? You know, because it's hard to find somebody <laughs> to listen to listen to you. That, that, that you feel... It's lonely in different you, ways. Yes. I, I was yeah. just trying to figure out how to say that. In different ways. Mm-hmm. One way where you can't have deep conversations or it's not the same discussions that you get to have with other people because you don't speak the same language. That's one. So you get to be very... You don't have m- much options. That's one. To the kind of activities or the hobbies or the interests. Like you want to explore that, I don't know, a healing retreat. Um, uh, you're reading a book about healing, but your friends would be, 
why yeah <laughs> and you don't <laughs> even you you reach a point where it doesn't make sense to ex even explain so you stop sharing that oh there's this goodness. retreat or there's this book or there's this amazing colors you stop sharing you want to go for i don't know a coffee let's go and do that and you just end up being the listener or engaging in conversations that are really not so rich or fueling or interesting but it's just for the sake of saving the relationship it's, it's friendship a, it's a filler and it's just with a couple people yani because other people خلاص they're out of your circle yeah and it gets lonely when you so I, i'm gonna just speak for myself here but i'm sure many will relate when you are a healer and single <laughs> everyone is a walking red flag <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like, oh, God, like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to be his healer. I don't want to be his therapist. And then your standards gets higher and then your choices gets like less and you end up, what do I do now? You know, so it is lonely in different ways. But at the same time, I it doesn't really bother me anymore because you get to learn what to do with that feeling of loneliness without really getting deep into you and getting all the worst and i don't know how to to articulate it but the loneliness doesn't help me i'm pretty does, sure you know what does, i mean it, it here does, it's it, it's not yeah, yeah. that it, heavy it it doesn't hurt it's the same it's not a heavy loneliness it's, not, it's, not it's heavy. just you know what we need more of you people that's it yeah <laughs> like, yeah yep, that's it um yeah it's rough it is it is you know but at the same time you know you could be surrounded and i've and i've talked about this to a lot of my friends you could be surrounded by friends family close people even and still feel very isolated in a room Yes, you're not able to yes. have the type and of and all of them. Conversations. They could have good intentions, oh, actually yes. great intentions, yes. high, very much loving towards you, and still it's not gonna feel right. Like, nope, I don't belong in this room, but I love yep. you guys. So here's my minutes yep. that I'm going to spend with you, and then bye bye. So what what are healers doing who can't find somebody to hold space and listen to them? How are they managing? How are they coping? What's the what's the self-soothing strategy here, you know? I wish I had like a one, two, three answer. Mm -hmm. But most of the time they just have to work with another healer. Well, if that's not that's an one. option on the table or it's, you haven't found someone to listen option. to. That's not another option. Just find hobbies that fuel you. Learn what is your soothing languages, what is your mm -hmm. self-care languages. In my case, I like to engage in sports, meditation, music. Um, art, oof, I love coloring, you know, Excellent. like I love doing stuff that soothes me. Uh, sometimes it's literally rocking myself. I like to rock myself. So when it comes to soothing, you have to have a list of physical stuff that you could do, like dancing, rocking, mm -hmm. um, bath, bubble bath, whatever it is, and do something that is creative, coloring, drawing, writing, mm -hmm. journaling, uh, going to an art therapy things, you know, these are fun. And at the same time, you might meet someone from the same or like-minded because people who go to these kind of activities are usually like-minded, usually. Yes. The third part would be something sensual. 
like scented candles, listening to music, drinking a cup of coffee, but actually letting the warmth of that cup of coffee. I'm being very detailed because these are the things that soothes me. Like just, you know, feeling the cup of coffee, focusing on the temperature of it, it soothes me. Um, and then the, uh, the, the things you could listen to, it could be music, it could be just literally background music that can play in the background, like rain, um, meditative music, uh, watch a comedy, whatever it is, just do things that will help you cope in a healthy way. I think the last thing you said is very critical, coping in a healthy way. And, and I think that's the difference between coping and soothing because it's it's supposed to be or should be at least in a very healthy mm. way. You know, and I I think without actively thinking about it over the years, I've developed things that I do. Um, when the weather is good, every single chance I get, I end up finding myself in the desert. You know, the weather yeah, is good. For you, it's the desert. For me, it's the beach. <laughs> oh, desert, beautiful Sandy sunset. Beach. I'll make myself a nice cup of tea. And then and then friends will come over. Now, the interesting thing is I always go earlier than the invite time. So I can have time. Me time. Just for me, where I can drown out the noise. There's just so mm. much noise. And I think a lot of people don't understand that people who are in our positions, there's a lot of noise. Yes. You, you, you and you can't explain and, what that noise is. And it's not just noise in your head. It's it's you feel noise here, right yeah. here in the middle of your chest. You feel this noise, and you need Oof. need just even a moment to let go. And and I and I I don't know where I read something about you know um, being more appreciative and gratitude and picking a moment and mm. just focusing in on that moment. I think I think it was uh, Power of Now or somewhere. Uh, oh, I have and, and, and I remember, doubts about that. Well, there, I mean, look, you, you and me, we, we agree on the fact that we learn a lot of great things from a lot of great yeah. people, but we're able to filter them. Mm -hmm. But I remember reading or something I saw somewhere, and then I said, you know what? I make a cup of tea or coffee every time I go into work. Why am I not actively involved in that process? Yes. Let me take yes. the beans. Let me grind the beans. Let me make the mm. coffee. Let me sit. And then sitting with that warm mug in your hand. Yes. And those tiny little moments drown out. I don't know how it drowns out. It soothes out the noise. I it think does. that's the best way to put it. But these things And it brings back the focus. Fantastic. Um, you reminded me of something. You know, another thing I find myself doing, well, when it happens, because it doesn't rain in this country a whole lot, oh, yeah. is as soon as it rains, I'm in my, I'm in my truck. I'm in my <laughs> truck. I've got my playlist. I'm driving in the rain. Oh, wow. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That... The peace, oh. yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> unmatchable. True. You reminded me of something when you spoke about the noise. There are a few times, actually more than a few times these days, because we catch other people's energy sometimes yes. because we're so open. And I'm, I'm, now I'm more conscious in protecting my energy. And there are yes. certain activities that we do. But anyway, I called my friend. She's also a healer. Help! I caught someone else's energy. It's so oh. heavy. I don't know what to do. Please. All right. Great. Take a breath. I was, Bub, I need you to clear the energy from on my behalf and whoever the senders is. She looked at me and she was like, that's a request I don't get often. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, because if, if it's heavy on me, I could only imagine how heavy it is on the other person. I don't know how, where I got it from, but please just let's do a prayer or meditation or whatever it is and clear it. So sometimes the noise is, is 
literally when you said it's not just in our heads mm-hmm. it's not internal more more often it's external yes so we need to be that's why for example if a normal person i don't want to use mm-hmm. the word norm, normal average person requires let's say an hour of me time we need four yes do you know what i mean yes i think i think the better way to look at it is i think this is just a different type of neurodivergence in terms of how we are right and it, it, and it's okay. It's perfectly okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not about. I'm not talking about. There's no right or wrong. Exactly. It's just how it is. There's no right, wrong. There's no good, bad. It's just we're built different. Yep. You know, which is perfectly fine. And I think being built different for a lot of people for many things. You know, I have friends who have ADHD, and you're the newer. I'm like, guys, you guys are all of my friends who have ADHD. They are the most brilliant people to work with. I love working with them. Yeah. The way their minds work is phenomenal. The amount of work I can produce and the quality of oh, this uh, separate discussion we'll have, but it's just phenomenal. You know, so the neurodivergence is nothing to be looked at as negative, right? But like you said, um, it's different. And because of its differences, it requires a different way to balance out. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, I have uh, you know, people ask me, they're like, oh, but Ali, you know, I'm like, look, look this i'm gonna tell you something it's not the answer you're looking for but it's the only answer i can give you they're like what i'm like i do what i do for a reason and i'm able to do what i do for a reason but understand that there is a cost to this process and i don't need you to understand any of what i just said big time but all i need you to understand is there is a there's a method to the madness even if you don't understand it, it's okay. I don't need yeah. you to understand it. I understand it. And at some point in the future, I may try and explain it to you. Fair warning, you may not understand it, but that's okay. But you know, the 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 cost of doing what you do is sometimes it's heavy. It is. Sometimes it's, it's heaviness heavy. and loneliness. Yes, very much so. But I think the world needs it, right? So I guess my next question would be. How would the world be if we didn't have these people? The first thing that came to my mind, it would, we wouldn't have a world. It would have ended like way back. If there's a little bit of a humanity, it would, it would be because of heaters. And there would be less. You remember once when I told you it's beyond me how we yes. are in 2023 and we still ask people to be kind to be compassionate to do this to do that i promise you if they if it wasn't for the healers regardless who they are kindness would have been dead long time ago compassion would have been dead long time ago anything that is paying back to the community would have been dead long time ago because we live in an era and i'm you could sense the shift of my energy as I'm talking because yeah. it's it's so painful to even say it out loud where people are greedy, greedy in time and money and energy um, in everything. There's greed. There is um, at the same time, there's stinginess. They don't want to if someone and it's so common in business where if I know something, I'm not going to share it with you. I'm not going to teach you because I'm the better coach or trainer or whatever it is. So there's greed, greed, stinginess, there is selfishness. And when I say selfishness, it's a, it's a line just right before being a narcissist. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and people mix it up with, I love myself. No, this is not self-love. Oh, we need to have a separate talk on self-love oh. versus selfishness. Oh my goodness. This is not you loving yourself. This is just you being... Being an asshole. Thank you so much. I didn't know if I could say it. This <laughs> is my podcast. This is just you being an ass. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, what else? We wouldn't have been able to filter anything we say. Because I, I, yeah, I would imagine that people would be on the streets punching one another, killing one another for very stupid reasons. And we have seen that happen in many places, but on a very lower scale. If it wasn't for healers, <gasps> a massacre. And, you know, I think another thing that people don't realize is that there is, there, the word balance is very important. The word filter is also very important. And, you know, and yeah. especially for healers to find that balance, filtering is very important. You, you have to filter out well, all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very active effort. It is. It's a very active effort to the point that it's, sometimes it's exhausting. Yep. Sometimes it's exhausting. Because and this is why we sometimes wake up with exhaustion that we cannot explain. Oh, my goodness. You don't know? Get, don't get me started. <laughs> I saw a meme this earlier this morning. I think I reposted it. You know, me watching a video at 3 a.m. about the importance of sleeping early. <laughs> Sounds like my life. But yes, you know, that filtration process is a constant active process that needs to be put into place. Otherwise, you're, you're emotionally drowning. And you would be burned out. And when a healer gets a burnout, it's much harder for them to, to stand up than an average person. The bigger you know, they are, the because harder they fall. They fall, they fall. Like it's a proper one. <laughs> they go deep into it. Yes. So... There's another side of heal. Not, not, I think it, we should dedicate another episode of that. But there's also a rising topic or issue when it comes to heaters. And I, I can tell you know where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> the false healers or the wannabe healers. Yeah. Or mind you, they have good intentions, but they're just doing more harm than good. And people are falling for it. Oh, this is this is going to be a whole separate discussion that you know I want to have, and actually I'm going to bring in a couple of ex industry experts to Please. kind of chime in. Please do on on the the uh, the the illusion of quality that's being created yes, because in industries. It's in, them that is ruining yes, it's healing. Terrible. It's terrible, and what it is, um, mm -hmm. and this is th this basically concept or whatever it is. It's fueling the skepticals. Yes. It doesn't give them much space no. to understand what healing is and how it can help them grow and become better in their roles in life because of these kind of mm -hmm. wannabes. I'm no. going to call them wannabes. Yeah, so. that's exactly what it is. And we'll, we'll <laughs> definitely have another larger discussion but, yeah. on that. You know, just to kind of wrap up on things, the last thing I'm thinking in my head is that these, these people who are, you know, high emotional intelligence, mm. these empaths, these healers, whatever name you want to give them, how can we nurture and support them? Who's we? Because... Oh, good question. You know, when you say <laughs> we, who's we? Let's, let's talk about you know, everybody who is with good intention, but is not going to be capable of holding right, space so, for them. Let's so look at friends, it from that family? perspective. Yes, let's, let's say friends and family. Stop trying to change them. Agreed. Stop trying to make them feel that they don't fit or they're wrong or they're something to be fixed. 
Agreed. That's two. Three, stop trying to understand them. Just be present. Oh, that's a good one and a very tough one. Learn how to be present. People don't like things they can't understand. Yeah. But that's a hard one. But it's a hard one. We know how to do this. Yes. I'm not expecting everyone to, to, but just being present could start as simple as, Ali, I don't understand, but I'm here. Or it could be something like, um, that's a good one. It's a very common one. When you come to share something like, I have a healing session. Why do you need healing? Oh, what is wrong with you? Bro. (laughs) So... (laughs) I have a healing session. Great. Have fun. You know how that translates to, to me and my life and what I've done. I agree with you on everything you said. And, and every, everything you mentioned, I was thinking of the, an experience I've had. Um, I remember a friend asking me, how's, how's it going? I'm like, uh, it's all right. It's okay. And they're like, is it? I'm like, well, some days are less okay. Some days are more okay. And then this friend's like, is this one of those less okay days? I'm like, uh, yes, it's one of those less de- less okay days. Can I do something? I'm like, honestly, not really. Um, would you like to sit for coffee? I'm like, sure. And then I remember, you know, we met up. We sat for coffee for like a good hour, hour and a half. We talked about nothing useful or productive, totally random things. And at the end of the hour, an hour and a half, my friend's like, are you feeling better? I'm like, yes. And then, but we didn't talk about anything. I'm like, I didn't need to. Yeah. The fact that you were there, again, I don't know how to explain very well, but it kind of recharged me like a, like a solar battery. You know, you, you had all this positive energy and I just yes. felt recharged. I didn't need to discuss or resolve or issue or whatever. The fact that you were physically there, again, I don't know how it works. I don't need to know how it works, right? But I feel recharged. Thank yes. you so much. Yes. You know? I've had I've had friends like that. Yeah. You know, who have just, just been present. And then I've had friends like, oh, bro, what can we do? I'm like, you want the honest answer? Mm. As long as you don't feel offended. Like, they're like, well, I'm like, leave me alone today. I'm like engaging with you. I would have said it in a different I'm way. Like, <laughs> these, are, these are very close <laughs> friends. I'm like, no, if I hang out with you and the, and the boys... You're not gonna get the best out of me. Mm. I, I'm not in a and I'm not in a headspace that I will be of any use in that situation or, or you know in that social setting. Plus, there's nothing that you're gonna be able to do that's gonna make me come to a better place. Mm. I might just go for a drive, grab a cup of tea, and yeah. put on my playlist, recharge. and I'll just kind of recharge that way. It might not be the most efficient way, but it's it's not it's gonna, efficient to you. Yeah, I said it's efficient to mm. me. It, it it's not gonna. I know what you're trying to do, but that's not going to work for me. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, bro. No problem. Yeah. Got it. I would add something to this. Mm -hmm. Safety. If you are my friend as a healer, I'm talking. If you're my friend or a family member or a partner, significant other, whatever, make me feel or help me feel safe around you enough not to hide anything that is going on in my life. I don't need to hide that I go to therapy because my friends don't understand why I'm going to therapy. I don't need to hide that I'm having a low energy day because you don't, in your head, you don't have a valid reason why I'm having a bad day. So make us feel safe. That would be, and I I want it to be very clear on that. It's not anyone's responsibility to make someone feel safe. It's just holding the space and being present in a way where if you don't understand it, don't judge it. Non-judgmental. 
That's it. Respect it. Respect If it. you really want to understand it, there are plenty of resources. Don't bombard us with so many questions that you're not willing to understand or having a proper conversation with us. If Because at some point, we had, a, in my case, I had a circle and then it got closer and closer. Now, I literally have three people in it. I don't want to lose those three people. I love them. You know, Yanni. I hear you. We, I speak about them all the time. I love them to pieces. But hey, <laughs> know how to just be present. Yeah. That's it. Let me be myself as much as I allow you to be yourself. So allow not just the holding the space, but just allow me to have my space. Do, without, I don't want to be defending why I go to therapy. I don't want to. I don't want to explain of myself all the time. Khalas, I go to therapy sessions because I love it. <laughs> Let me be. Yes. You know, um, I'm, I'm just not the personal example. I'm one of many who feel the same. And it's sad because we don't have these kind of conversations unless you paid for an experience. Yeah. So you could be surrounded with like-minded people or you get like one in a million, not a hundred, one in a million. And then you mm. find them, oh, my million dollar friend, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. I mean, this conversation has been interesting. I've been getting like deja vu the whole conversation. <laughs> We already spoke about that, but it's, oh. it was, all right, let's just give you a background. We wanted to dedicate this episode for healers, therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, mental health experts, because we feel you. And based on our experiences, we know how it feels. And we really get, not recognition, it's just, you know, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. It's, we're not doing this for the recognition. It's just that it's a lonely place to be in. We're, we're not seen. We're not seen because, yes, oof, we're, we're not, not seen. seen. So, so we see you. For me, see me, leave me alone. <laughs> we see you. Let me do my thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we see you. We love you. We hear you. We support you. And we appreciate the work you do. Um, thank you. And of course, I wouldn't be Rahaf if I don't say we love you. A hundred percent what she said. <laughs> I agree a hundred percent what she said. Yeah. And yes, please know that even though, and trust me, you're not, you're, I'm talking to the healers now, you are definitely not alone Oof. in feeling what you're feeling. Um, been there, done that. I should get a t-shirt at this point. <laughs> um, next time. That's not a good, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, next Fantastic. time. Fantastic. Anyways, guys, that's all the time. I don't want to keep you longer on this. I hope today's conversation makes you think. I hope today's conversation makes you think, if you're a healer, makes you think that you're not alone, makes you think that, you know, there's others out there. And there's people who are not a whole lot, but there's a handful of people. And that tiny, tiny little handful of people need to be part of your inner circle. And that's something you're going to have to actively work and build towards. Everybody else, if you've got somebody in your life who holds space for you, who is your rock, who is the one that you go to and you're able to unburden yourself, just go say thank you. Because trust me, what they do is not easy. What they do is not easy. And even though they were built for it, still doesn't make it easy. Everybody, stay blessed. See you later until the next one. <laughs> Are we waving? Wait. Ha, 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 ha.